We about to get it in Barbecue, charcoal, biscuits And ice, I got my nachos ready The weather was quite nice We about to tailgate shake I'm ready, are you ready? Welcome to the Inside Tailgating Podcast. Ryan Alessio with you, joined by Sydney Murray, fresh off of the Super Bowl. How are you? Uh, it took me like until just now to recover. Wow. So I'm good now. <laughs> you probably partied your head off, I would imagine. You know, in years past, there was a bit more partying. As I get older, it seems to sort of taper off, but... I, I was I partied as much as my body allowed me to, <laughs> which was to say we went to uh, the Rolling Stone party on Saturday night beforehand. Um, and that just kind of did me in. Oh, I, I can imagine. Trust me. I, I went out last Friday and it took me until Sunday, which was the Super Bowl to feel better. And that's when my I guess that's my body saying it's time to retire. there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we're going to start off like we normally do with our In Case You Missed It segment. And uh, basically, there, there's an article on InsideTailgating.com. And if you want to follow along, you can if you're listening out there, InsideTailgating.com. And the title of the article is Five Interesting Products from the Sports Licensing and Tailgate Show. Now, Sydney, you probably don't know this, but I, I, I look at this article and there are some great products we'll talk about briefly but I'm a little upset reading this, you know? Okay. And here's why. Uh, Stacy, who runs, he, he's the John Cena, if, if you will, of inside tailgating, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he told me a while back, he's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go out to Vegas. It'll be great. We're going to, well, we're going to, you're going to come with us. And mm-hmm. I was like, I was all amped up because I've never been out to Vegas, mainly because I'm terrified of myself in Las Vegas. Like, I just, I don't think I can handle that much stimulation. Like, Ryan, I, you know, you're killing me. The last time we talked, you said you hadn't had a Manhattan. Well, I had one. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I did. Good. <laughs> so I got and that. And you tell me you haven't been to Vegas. No, I won't go. I'm afraid to go. Ah. Oh. Ah. Oh. I know. It's great. You have to go at least once. I, I'm going to get, well, here, this was. You know, I've had multiple opportunities to go on like a vacation or go out for certain things, but I was just terrified of what I would do in Las Vegas. I don't know why. Listen, sometimes I like to have a good time. And sometimes during that good time, I make poor decisions. And I feel like this would be a big roller coaster of poor decisions. So basically what happened was is I was going to use this uh, this uh, trip through the uh-huh. inside tailgating as my excuse to actually go. Mm-hmm. And be like, well, it's okay. It's for work. Okay. But uh, that didn't happen. So, you know, we're just back to being afraid of Las Vegas. Don't be afraid. You, I mean, I don't know you well, but, or I don't know know you really at all. <laughs> but um, you, just in speaking with you, you strike me as the type of guy that can't possibly make that big of a mistake there. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> know if I want to roll the dice on myself. Let's so, just... what's the biggest thing, like? What are you most concerned about? Gambling too much money? No, I don't gamble. Uh, no, yeah, I, I'm pretty much worried that I would uh, 
uh, find a nice uh, a bar and, and enjoy myself and then wake up married to somebody mm-hmm. that I don't know. So that's I'm not worried about the gambling or anything because, you know, I'm just not a big gambler at all. So I, I would be I was more concerned with waking up in the ditch or waking up with the, the, the new wife who's uh, okay. like whose name cinnamon or sapphire well, I'll give you a tip for, for when you go. Um, this is like a fail save how to how to spot a, a pro. Uh, they they tend to hang out. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know this. Uh, they te- wait. No, that sounds horrible. Okay. <laughs> don't put that. Don't don't put the. Don't ask me how I know this. Anyway, I have to now. It's too good. No. <laughs> they tend to um, hang out inside the uh, casino bars, um, and it's always easy to spot them because they're wearing really expensive high heels that tend not to fit because they share <laughs> shoes. I think I'll be able to find out the difference between legitimate and not legitimate oh, just yeah? on the fact that if it's a girl that's way out of my league and I'm like, aha, I don't think so. I know my limit and you succeed it. You succeed it. So uh, absolutely not. Oh, come on. No, I look. <laughs> There's some pretty skanky, low-level prostitutes in Las Vegas. So don't sell yourself short. short. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know if I feel better or worse. <laughs> All right, so we got these products that Stacy yeah. uh, went and saw in Vegas, which was good because that allowed me to live. But uh, one of the things you can look at, the Bistro Bar, it's a nice little uh, setup that you can use. It has a little draft system with it, so if you got draft beer. So it's kind of like you're all-in-one. It almost looks like it's set up for... Uh, in a banquet it's like you could turn your little tailgate space into almost a little banquet center with uh, tables uh, a cooler for your your draft beer so there's a lot of cool things there Uh, another thing the big cat buggy to pull all your stuff around in they Uh got uh, sport hole games they got a bunch of different kind of cornhole games it looks like they've basically taken cornhole boards and turned them into baseball themed games darts football, uh, different shapes. So that could be a little uh, more entertaining than if you're just tired of the normal cornhole, which I don't know how you could be because cornhole is right? great. so exciting, yeah. This one's pretty cool, the Double Up. It's a basically a koozie for your beer, but it fits two beers. So you can put two in there so you don't have to worry about going back and uh, getting a second beer. You can just take two with you. So that's nice. Think of next. Oh, who knows? And then uh, the hanging out. It's a little garbage can you can attach to the bottom of your wheel well on your car, and you can throw trash away so your area doesn't get cluttered. And I've, you know, I've been a part of a few tailgates that got a little messy, and they will tell you to clean your area up. So that's actually pretty cool. I like this one a lot. I actually one of the very first articles I wrote <laughs> way back in the day for my college paper was about all the trash that students left what do they call it on the quad <laughs> on the quad <laughs> during game day and it's it's sad so i, I like this one a lot yeah and i also like that first one you can pump with your foot rather than your hand a lot it's of good better. features a lot of great features so if you're into that if you got uh, got the itch to buy some new tailgating equipment or you need to know some more information check out insidetailgating.com And that's where you can find out everything about the magazine, the website, what we're trying to do. So make sure you check it out, InsideTailgating.com. Hey, when we come back, we're going to get into your trip to the Super Bowl. Yay! Gather around, wipe the smoke from your eyes. 
grab your drink and hold it high. Whether mascots or numbers on a hood, root for the colors you think you should. The battles in there on fields or in lanes. Win or lose, it's only a game. So poke and laugh and condescend as long as we all still get it in. We're about to get it in. Barbecue, charcoal, biscuits, and ice. I got my nachos ready. The weather was quite nice. We're about to tailgate shade. Welcome back inside tailgating. Ryan Alessio with guest host today, Sydney Murray. Just got back from the Super Bowl last week, and you said this is what, your like eighth Super Bowl or something? Yes, it is in fact my eighth consecutive Super Bowl. Oh, how many times did you see the Browns in the Super Bowl? Um, zero. Exactly. <laughs> I torture myself with that every February or end of January. Just Sorry. have to excuse me. They'll get there. Nah, probably not. But anyway, I, I complained about that enough on the last one, so I'm good with that. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I don't I don't feel it's necessary to really talk about the game because that was almost a week ago, and everybody knows Denver has a great defense, and that's all fine and good. But just, I don't know, give me a little rundown of what the whole situation was like. Did you go to any great tailgates, any parties? Just what was the whole atmosphere of Super Bowl 50 like? Well, I was excited to be in San Francisco. I'd only been there once before years ago as like a toddler. So I loved the city in and of itself. Um, It was like equal parts beautiful, but then also sort of that I live in New York and and we have, you know what? I'm not even going to get into it. I was going to talk about, they, they have this homeless mentally ill situation going on where they're just you're walking down the street and you see the most just unique of individuals that is not at all like in New York where you just a bum's a bum and they hold up their cup and this was like a whole other level of crazy but anyway <laughs> what the <laughs> hell are you talking about yeah. well seriously don't put put that in but seriously like I, I am <laughs> yeah I mean they were everywhere and human feces like in the middle of the sidewalk <laughs> and this was like before the game this was yeah. This was while we so most of the events went around went on in San Francisco because Santa Clara is just I mean nothing it's, it's really Silicon Valley. Um, so we spent most of our time you know other than on Sunday in San Francisco and you just we brought our dog we took him to the park and you think you're gonna talk to this really nice fellow with a with another dog and then he ends up like telling you his whole sob story about how you know a cop shot his pit bull and now it, it was it was. A little intense, but I, I loved it. <laughs> it was funny. That um, sounds like an awesome time so far. Not funny. I mean, you know, obviously there's nothing funny about mental illness. Okay, anyway, so. <laughs> Heartless Sydney, that's your new name. No feeling Sid. Oh my God. Wouldn't be the first time someone uh, said that, but okay. <laughs> that aside, that aside. Okay. So, Saturday night, we went to. Um, the now it was worth the wait. <laughs> <laughs> I do ramble. We went to the official Rolling Stone party. Avicii was the headliner. Uh, L. King, who sings that X's and O's song, performed. This guy, Travis Scott. Um, and it was really awesome. We were There were four levels. And we were standing on the fourth, so we could see into Avicii's um, DJ booth. Yeah. 
And so we had like this eagle eye view of every time he bent down, whereas, you know, the crowd below had no idea what he was doing. We saw him, you know, chugging champagne and chain smoking cigarettes. And it was very intimate. It was hilarious. But, you know, for better or worse, I like him. So it was really cool. So Um, you had this big party. So that was like your first night there? That was the second. I got in uh, Friday night and we went to a part of San Fran called The Mission to a bar called ABV. Um, It's pretty neat, but nothing major Friday night. Now, did you, the day of the Super Bowl, Sunday, you know, they don't kick off till later in the, well, it would have been about 3 o'clock, 3.30 over there, but, you know, 6.30 over here. So what did you do? Was there any cool tailgates? Did you see any people? Like, what was the coolest stuff you saw happening outside of the stadium before the game? So we're lucky enough every year to get invited to the official NFL tailgate. Oh. And so we wanted to get there prior to the game and have enough time to enjoy that. So we took a bus. Um, which is, it was a double deck. It was a Google bus, the same oh. bus that used to transport everyone to Google in the morning. Oh, um, cool. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, traffic wasn't so bad cause we, we got hopped on at like 1030. So we got there at like noon and had ample time to, to walk around this huge pavilion and sample all the tasty tailgate foods. And of course, drinks and, uh, they had a really cool Bloody Mary bar where they just basically build the the base for you, and then you can go stick all your accoutrement in there. Nice, <laughs> nice. Like uh, you know the bacon and the whatnot. Can't do a Bloody Mary without bacon. No, you can't. No, you're right. Yeah, it was really cool. So we saw Seal. Seal. Him? Yeah. Kiss by a Rose was a fantastic song back in the day. I know he sang it. I was very excited. <laughs> I would have been too. Yeah, I think I recorded it. On your phone, like, what's the quality of that? Uh, hold on, I think it was pretty darn good because it, it, it's crazy. Like, I could have touched him, and believe me, I wanted to. He's kind of sexy. He well, he was married to like, wasn't he married to like one of the uh... Heidi Klum? Yeah, I was trying to think of who it was. Yeah, I have it on my phone, and it's perfect. I'll forward it to you. <laughs> Should because "Kiss by a Rose," I don't know, man. That was like a, a pretty timeless song back then. <laughs> Oh, you hear gonna... that? <laughs> That's the quality. Okay, I guess it's not. That's very probably good. not very impressive for a podcast, but I but I, I get what you're uh, you're you're getting at there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't do podcasts. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. So you're at the the NFL tailgate, right? And mm-hmm. you see Seal, and you see all this stuff going on, and mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome in mm-hmm. its own right. But you know what's great is did you see any like any just regular fans for either team or both teams maybe kind of throwing their own party? And because it is the Super Bowl and they probably traveled pretty far to get yeah. there. I mean, did you see any pretty kick-ass parties or anything that weren't uh, sanctioned by the NFL? Yeah. Um, so on the bus on the way up, that we talked to a whole bunch of people trying to get our prop bets in and figuring out like if I should you know, specifically take the over or under on Lady Gaga. And unfortunately, I took the under. Um who were all like major fans. Um, there was like a Bud Light tailgate, I think, that a lot of people attended. And then there were a lot of in the parking lot area directly outside of the stadium, a lot of sort of pop-up areas that were really cool looking. So people could just hang out, sit around. There was entertainment there. A lot of, um, you know, ESPN announcers were were hosting little, little segments around the area. Um, so yeah, there was a lot for people to do. 
Now, how crazy were some of the fans? I mean, here's the thing, and I, I kind of joke about this, and this has been a running theme that I need to eliminate from these podcasts is my disdain for the football team I like. But I know if they ever made it to the Super Bowl, everything I told you about my fear in Las Vegas would be tenfold for what I would do if the Cleveland Browns made it to a Super Bowl. That would be the, yeah, <laughs> the whole state, really. <laughs> so it. Were there any just over-the-top fans, people just, you knew that they weren't even going to make it into the building, (laughs) like kind of stuff like that going on? I mean, they make it really hard for, there's so many rules and regulations to to really get away with much. Um, Like if you're going to bring anything in, you have to have a clear plastic bag. I mean, so you really just have to show up with your person and and not like be a crazy person or they won't let you in. Ooh, but I will say the thing, and this, it's a horrible thing to say, but I got a little annoyed at one point that the people directly in front of us, the entire game, were standing up. And I, like, I love it. Oh, I don't be that person. I know, I'm that person. I'm like, can you just sit up for two seconds, please? <laughs> so they were very, they were really excited about the Broncos. They were talking about how, you know, this was like their lifelong dream, so. <laughs> you wanted them to sit down. I was like, I don't care, sit down. <laughs> Wow, man. I'll tell you what, if I ever was there and the Browns made it and you told me to sit down, I'd be like, I'm calling security. I didn't tell them to sit down. I bet you said something. I feel like No, I didn't. I swear. I I kind of feel like I like you said, you don't know anything about me. I know a couple things about you. Nothing huge. (laughs) But I feel like just by uh, these couple conversations here, you would definitely have told me or somebody to sit the hell down. Okay, I might have told him to sit I down. Knew you I knew you immediately apologized. Why well, do you can't go? You can't be like the B and then go back on it. Like it's got to be so horrible. Because who does that? You honestly, who does that? You yeah, did. Ridiculous. <laughs> so before we wrap this segment up, um, go ahead. I, I mean, you said beforehand when we were kind of talking before we started, you did watch the game. I know you're not huge <laughs> in the sports. Which makes it awesome that you've been, you're the, like, there are people like myself who like football and like, well, actually, I like basketball more than football, but whatever. doesn't matter. But, like, who would do anything to go to eight Super Bowls, even if their team wasn't in it? And it's so great. I love the fact that you're not really a huge sports fan. You like the environment. You like the tailgating. Uh, everything like that. But when the ball gets kicked off, you're like, ah, it's football. And I just think it is so awesome that you've been to eight and you're like, ah, you know, Super Bowl, no big deal. It is a big deal. No, it's a very big deal. I appreciate it very much. I <laughs> cry at every single half to every single thing surrounding the actual game is so momentous to me. And I would love to somehow find a way to become emotionally attached to the actual game, but I just can't. That's okay. <laughs> I, listen, you, you know why it really, in the long run, doesn't matter too much? Let, let me explain why you're better off. First off, you enjoy everything that goes into the, the football game. You you love the tailgating, which is what we're all about here on Inside Tailgating. And you like the partying. You love the atmosphere. You love being around people. You love making friends. You love telling people to sit the hell down and all that great stuff. And it's awesome because when the game starts, you don't get emotionally screwed up in the head. See, I watch football, and 
I don't like Denver because of what they did to the Browns in the 80s. You're probably going, I don't know what you're talking about. And that's awesome because you don't have to have those feelings, but I do. So I'm rooting for Carolina, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're not going to win this game. So I'm like mad at a team that I don't even follow because they can't beat a team I don't like. Where you, on the other hand, you go in there and you watch the game and you're like, hey, it's just football, and I'll just enjoy it for what it is, and I don't have a dog in the fight, so you don't have these crazy emotional uh, ups and downs. I think you're better off. I wish I was you. On one aspect of it, and I'm really proud of myself, um, I, I placed one actual non-prop bet, although I guess this might no, a non-prop bet, um, that Manning would pass for less than 180. Well, I would have bet that one, too. That was like a, a cousin Sal bet. He was on fire. Do you ever? Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, that's a uh, any f- parting thoughts on your trip to the Super Bowl? Um, mm, I just the halftime show was kind of disappointing. Yeah, it was. Well, can we you have a list actually in our next segment, which is our uh, tips or you know list from our co-host of the day, and you, you're actually going to do some uh, halftime show rankings, right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll be right back. It's inside tailgating. Gather round, wipe the smoke from your eye, grab your drink and hold it high. Whether mascots or numbers on a hood, root for the colors you think you should. The battles end there on fields or in lanes. Win or lose, it's only a game. Spoke and laugh and condescend as long as we all still get it in. We're about to get it in. Barbecue, charcoal, biscuits, and ice. I got my nachos ready. The weather is quite nice. We're about to tailgate shade. I'm ready. Are you ready? Welcome back inside Tailgating Podcast. Ryan Alessio with Sydney Murray, co-host of the day, uh, bartender extraordinaire, traveler of the world, not afraid of Las Vegas, not afraid of the Super Bowl like I am. So, uh, a good co-host of the day. And we were just talking before we started this segment. I knew you told those people to sit down, and you had to buy them a beer, and you should have. So I'm glad that happened. Good. Good. All right. So you mentioned it, and I know it because I watched two minutes of it. But the halftime show was uh, very bad and odd because I don't really know what was going on with Beyonce, and I don't personally care. And I just here's the thing. I will never be really satisfied with a halftime show, although I liked some of them because I listen to heavy metal. And if it's not heavy metal, and I'm not like a snob, like I don't listen to other things, because I do. If I'm in a club, I know that Slayer isn't probably what the DJ is going to play at 1230 at night when you're trying to get girls to dance. I get it. And I'm, I like it. You know, I like Flo Rida and all that club stuff. That, that's all great. But Coldplay, wow, definitely not for me. However, a lot of people like them. That being said, you said you weren't too impressed with the halftime show. So, what are your? You said what? You have rankings of your favorite halftime shows? Um, I just put in order of the past five years. The yeah, the ones that I you know from from experience the least. Um, All right. But I will say, I for, when was I guess the? I mean, this is like beating a dead horse, but 
you, you kind of nailed it. Coldplay and all of these people in the past, say, eight years prior to the Justin Timberlake, uh, Janet Jackson thing, <laughs> are just safe bets, you know? So it's just the highest common denominator who likes it, you know, who likes the most people who like one group. Um, but anyway, uh, and the only reason I didn't like this time was because I couldn't really see from usually they at least make it so that the audience in the stadium has is sort of able to see what's going on on the field with the the screen and, and that they'll at least be in the middle of the stage. But Beyonce was on the field surrounded by a whole bunch of people that looked, you know, that dressed just like her the whole time. So I couldn't really see her at all. It was more just like not being able to see than not appreciating it. So when I got back home and actually watched it on TV, I didn't think it was so bad. I thought they were, everyone was being a little harsh to Coldplay. I mean, maybe he wasn't doing, you know, crazy frenetic songs, but I like his music. Oh, I'm music. sorry. I basically said I could care less about him and you're a fan. Oh, that's okay. I don't, My mistake. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, subscribe to much uh, heavy metal, so it's okay. <laughs> that's fair. A lot of people don't. That's why the concerts I go see only have like a thousand people or less, so no problem. Um... I'm pretty sure though, who, what's the name of that, I don't know, what, Lars Ulrich? Well, well, I know, yeah, Lars from Metallica. I know the night Metallica before, Metallica and Cage the Elephant did a show out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I liked it. I don't really, you know, the whole controversy about Beyonce, I, I think she's awesome. And I thought it was more of a an homage to Michael Jackson than anything, because that just makes me happier to think. I like Michael Jackson. Yeah, I went. I just went back and watched his performance. He's the only one. I think he performed halftime in '93. He's the only one I can think of who's able to stand. What do they get? Like 12 minutes or something? He stood there like in silence for five. Yeah, he got a. Prince's was real good too. I like Prince too. Yeah. So I was good with those. So what else do you have on your list for us? Number one of the past five years, I'm going to give to Katy Perry because I agree. I loved her coming in on the lion or tiger lion. Something. I wasn't looking at what she was riding in. Trust me. I'm sure you weren't. (laughs) And um, who else did she perform with? Oh, and of course, you know, the shark thing. Yeah. Lenny Kravitz is awesome. Missy Elliott was awesome. Um, and then number two was Beyonce when she did it with Destiny's Child. That was in 2013 um, in New Orleans. New Orleans was an awesome place to have it. Oh, I could imagine. And that, as far as tailgating goes, that was the best food. Um, yeah, you were in the, the, the epicenter for good food down there. So good. Three was Madonna uh, in 2012. Uh, four was Bruno Mars in 2014, and five was this year, Coldplay. Every single year but this year, I stood there the entire time and bawled my face off during performance. <laughs> are you easy to uh, tear up? Or are you a quick crier? Only when I'm observing, like, not in life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm watching something moving, like a, a, a movie or a performance, absolutely. Do you want to know the only time I almost cried during a movie or performance? No. You don't want to know? That's fine. <laughs> when? No. Well, I don't want to tell you now. Tell <laughs> you me. ruined it. No, because you're going to no. think I'm, you're going to think I'm real interesting now. The only time I nearly cried 
uh, to a movie or anything was Terminator 2 when they lowered Arnold into the molten steel and melted him down. Okay. And that was awful for me. I mean, I was I don't know why it was awful. I've seen The Notebook. I've saw uh, Titanic. I've seen Oh, what the hell is the one with the um, uh, the walk to remember? I've seen all the the, the tear jerkers, and I look at them. I'm like, yeah, it sucks, but I don't know, man. They put Arnold down in that steel, and they were looking at him from the top, and I was like, oh, I can't, I can't, I gotta go. Get oh, me I'm something. with you. I'm completely with you. <laughs> okay, so I'm not alone on that. For long. <laughs> Ruined his career. Oh, well, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> no, I'm totally with you on that. Oh, so I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure I probably did as well. Oh, good. Now I don't feel like such a savage. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's that's my ranking. I don't know. Madonna, I thought, you know, how old is she now? Like 69? Right? I don't even know. <laughs> no, she's in her 50s, but... I just go by how far apart her teeth keep spacing, and I figure it's like a tree. Like, every time her teeth move apart like a centimeter, she's a year old. Yeah. Well, I, get, I go by how thick her gloves are. Gloves, yes, absolutely. Or how like she's she's so in shape, but she's kind of older, so like she's muscular, but her skin doesn't fit on it right. So no it's, one's going to hell, poor woman. Why? Well, listen, I, I would trade places with Madonna right now. Saggy muscle skin. Saggy muscle know. skin and all, because I'd go to the ATM and look at my balance and go, you know what? I don't care about my saggy skin. With muscles under it. How's that? <laughs> so, uh, real quick before we end this inside tailgating podcast, and Stacy says you guys can never do it again. Uh, <laughs> what? Who is a band or an artist or somebody you would like to see perform during the halftime of a Super Bowl that hasn't done it yet? Hasn't done it yet. Hasn't done it. Um. Oh my gosh. Let me think. Yeah, I threw that one right at you. No prep or nothing. Is it really? I don't know if she hasn't done it. I feel like she hasn't. But is it really pathetic? To, I'm not even going to say it. I oh, can't. you have to now. The anticipation is killing us. Okay, well, the popular vote would be Taylor Swift. I don't care who you are. And also, Jay Beebs. I'm sorry. I love them both. If they perform uh, together, that would be awesome. But weird. taking it way, way back, I love how you just completely went radio silent there. Um, <laughs> That's okay. I had to process that. <laughs> Bette Midler. I, that would be kind of cool. I can't even. I can't even be mad at you for that one. For whatever okay. reason, I would definitely uh, want to see that. That answer was for my mother. Oh, okay. Well, hey, I, I'm. Uh, I'm for the bet. Mid- I like some of those old artists. You know, I, one of my favorite uh, people of all time, and you know, I'm such this metal guy. Was Eddie Money. Oh, yeah, he'd be good. I've seen him like seven times in concert, met him. And it's like, it's so funny when I go to an Eddie Money concert because I'll be uh, in the front and there'll be a bunch of older women who grew up yeah. with Eddie Money and then there'll be me. And I, I will know more of the words to all the songs than some of the people there. So I don't know <laughs> if that's good or bad. <laughs> I think he sometimes does some Super Bowl related performances. I think he goes wherever they pay him. <laughs> And uh, God bless him for that. (laughs) All right. We're going to wrap this up because I think that's what we should do. (laughs) So thank you, uh, Sydney Murray, once again for being a co-host. And I know we'll talk again uh, very soon. Thank you. All right. And make sure you check out InsideTailgating.com. Also, follow us on Twitter at Tailgate with us. And we got a Facebook, too, Inside Tailgating. We'll talk to you next week. We're about to get it in. Barbecue, charcoal, biscuits, and ice like